Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And you know, Rachel, it's a new year. I'm so excited about what 2019 has in store for us. But yeah, sometimes I wonder if if there's anything I'm overlooking. And what I mean by that is I get so wrapped up in the things that are on my to-do list that I wonder if I give God any room to give me something new and different and challenging. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I mean, at, at New Year's time... I, like uh, much of the world, I'm often focused on what do I want to be different? You know, what? how do I want to be different in this new year? Usually that translates into what do I want to fix or improve about myself? Um, or translates into, hey, maybe because the calendar has switched from December to January, I'll now be able to be organized on time. Um, fit, <laughs> smart, <laughs> and make a lot of money. <laughs> but it makes us very, um, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it makes me uh, very self-focused at this time of year, right? I'm very, I'm very introspective about what I've been like for the last year and what I want to be like in the new year. Absolutely. And so I want to kind of shake up our focus and help us to look at things from a different perspective by talking about volunteering. And everybody may right now be turning the radio off and rolling their eyes and saying, no, 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 I can't do one more thing. And I would be right there with you. However, here's what I've discovered over the years. I've discovered that when I say yes to God on doing something that's a volunteer situation and I step out and I do something maybe that I've never done before, I never would have thought to do it before, but there it is. It's a it's an opportunity that's facing me and I have the choice to step into it or to step away from it. What I've discovered is that Every single time I've grown, every single time I've learned something new. But Rachel, I have found that there is a whole lot of good stuff that happens when we volunteer. So last January, I was asked to uh, to volunteer, to come and speak to this uh group in my town it's a um, it's a group that focuses on uh, promising women who who seem to have good leadership potential so uh, each year this group identifies you know uh, they call it a class you know it's like 20 or 30 um, women in our community that are young and up and coming and showing a lot of you know leadership potential and then they take them through this one-year mentorship program 
um, and they wanted me to be a part of this one-year mentorship program. Um, and I needed to come and speak and, and do some assessment tests with them and, and this, that, and the other. And so um, I said yes because I knew one of the gals in that group, one of the gals who had been selected to be in that year's class. Um, and I don't know that I would have said yes had I not had that personal connection to the group. But A, I learned a lot. Um, it led to, uh, actually it led to a lot of work opportunities for me, consulting opportunities for me, because all these gals worked in different companies. Like there was just a lot of unexpected um, I guess you would say gain or payback or reward in it for me. And so this year, you know, it came back around and, and that class has quote unquote graduated from the Leadership Institute and they're starting with a new class that I don't know anybody in this class. And they came and asked me if I would do it again. And so I said yes, because um, sometimes we think that we're there to help others and we are but we get some help out of it as well absolutely I can't tell you how many times I have watched God absolutely flip a situation to my benefit because I have stepped out and said you know what I'm gonna do it I'm just going to do it and you and I know that there's 150 women on the encouragement cafe team and uh, all but about three <laughs> are volunteers, you know. So there's there's all these places that need people to jump in and do things. And one of the conversations that I had over the holidays with a family member said, you know, I think about doing things, but I don't step into it because... I'm afraid, oh man, it's going to take too much time, or I'm afraid uh, there's a risk involved, or I'm afraid, and, and so every single sentence had fear in it. Every single reason that they didn't do it, they were afraid they were going to jeopardize something comfortable, something that they already knew. But don't you think that's why one of the reasons God tells us so many times in his word, do not be afraid. Do not be afraid to do those different things, to step out and take on some volunteer thing that's challenging. I mean, think about the Good Samaritan. I mean, it wasn't on his radar to volunteer to stop and help this guy alongside the road. And yet he did. Well, now that's that sounds counterintuitive because a lot of us are saying, I don't want to add more to my plate. I don't want to add a volunteer position to my plate because I don't have time and I'm going to be exhausted if I add even more to my plate. And then I'm going to be overwhelmed and depressed if I add more to my plate. So you're saying there's research that shows that I, I guess maybe if we find the right position and it and we see the the good that we're having or the good that we're doing, that's actually helping us to be more energetic and healthful? Absolutely, because all of a sudden, things shift from what you were talking about earlier, that self-focus to others, you know, and all of a sudden, our, our perspective shifts, and we start seeing the good that we're doing, and we see the benefit of someone else's smile, Someone else 
uh, having something good happen in their life because we stepped out of our fear. And so I think from that perspective, we can look at it and say, wow, that that kind of makes sense. Because all of a sudden, I don't know about you, but when I do something that I see someone else enjoying, someone else getting benefit from it, it gives me like this pep in my step. All of a sudden, I'm like, I want to do that again. And it, it makes me think of years ago, my daughter was a senior in high school and she was driving down the road. She was taking this uh, college class and was driving from that class back to high school. She saw this family alongside the road. It was a hot day and she saw that their car was not working and she went around drove through a McDonald's, asked the McDonald's people to give her four ice waters. And then she went back onto the road. She pulled over and said, here, while you're waiting, it looks like a really hot day. I'd love to to make sure that you stay hydrated. And they were so appreciative and loved her for it and said, oh, my goodness, who who does that in this day and age? But she had seen that it was a mom and a dad and two kids. So she... She drove away from there and she's like, I, that felt so good. It felt so good to do that. And she was so perky and she couldn't wait to tell me about it. And she was like, Mom, I want to do that again. I want to do it. And I said, well, honey, you have to make sure that the opportunities are right. Well, the very next time she was out driving, she saw these guys working alongside the road. So she went around, she got some ice water, and she pulled over and got out to give them the ice water. And all of a sudden, a man with a rifle said, Ma'am, move on. This is a, this is a prison crew working on the side of the road. Move on. <laughs> so she, she learned a valuable lesson there. But it was because volunteering just gave her a pep in her step and she was like yes i want i want to have that feeling that experience again knowing that i'm doing something for others yes it does feel good to do good um and particularly Mm. when uh whatever good it is that we're doing is um you know in line with our our capabilities and our strengths um so you know she's just a you know a college student or a high school student rather at the time you know she didn't go through the drive through and buy them all meals that would have been beyond her high school no. budget but she did what she could mm-hmm. and she was able to do that much you know get them all water so i think in her story i can see um that, you know, if we can find an opportunity that we're able to do, um, it, it fits within our current capabilities. Um, and then also, it, you know, an opportunity of where it's needed. And so um, apparently I, it wasn't needed on that prison <laughs> chain gang. I bet those guys felt like it was needed, but those guards did not need a high school girl bringing water to the prisoners. When they're working, <laughs> you know, as a mama, I was shuddering when she was telling me that I was like, Lord, protect her, protect uh-huh. her. <laughs> uh-huh. But, but, you know, there are so many things, so many benefits of doing volunteer work. And one of those, I had no idea when I was researching that it actually lowers 
your mortality rate. I mean, you live longer when you do for others. Now, isn't that crazy? But it, it there's something about the energy and uh, the because a lot of people, if they slip into depression, it it takes their mortality rate rate higher. Mm-hmm. And so, by decreasing your ability to get depressed and increasing your energy it actually helps you live longer and make you less lonely i can see that i can see where if you are volunteering then you feel a sense of purpose you feel needed you are able to contribute I can see where that would, um, you know, increase your your lifespan. And you're also going to be plugged in with others, you know, either the people that you're serving or the people you're serving alongside as you volunteer. And so, sure, a sense of purpose and a support network of people will definitely, um, you know, increase our our lifespan versus isolation and feeling... um, I, I, you know, helpless or purposeless. Now, you were saying last year you volunteered and, and it turned out really great. And so you're doing it again this year. And I, I, I want to focus in on what you miss when you don't do it. Now, all those relationships that you built, all of those new opportunities that came your way because you said yes to a volunteer opportunity would not have been there and your life would look different right now had you not done that so i want to i want to park there for a minute on just thinking about the things in our past that we've said yes to in a volunteer state now rachel you and i would not know each other right now correct we would not know one another if we had not both said yes to becoming speakers for Proverbs 31 Ministries over, no, almost 20 years ago. And because of that, look at all the things that we now have in our relationship because we said yes all those years ago. Yes, you know, I think um, I have spent, I have worked my whole life from age, you know, probably 15 on. Um, But I think that I have volunteered probably darn close if not equal to the number of hours I've worked and that is not something Luann that I ever planned for my life Um, when I was growing up my parents my mom was a working mom Uh, my grandmother was a working woman both my grandmothers were Um, but I had a friend whose mom uh, was a a housewife she was a stay-at-home mom but she was heavily involved in volunteer work I thought that these were jobs that she had and I remember the day that I learned from my friend that know they're volunteer that she doesn't get paychecks from any of these and I was probably like 12 or 13 or something at the time that I learned this and I just remember thinking what who would possibly do all that stuff and not get a paycheck like that you know I that was not what I envisioned for my life I I wanted to be paid if I was going to work um, because I would rather hang out with my friends than work so you're gonna have to put something in it for me um So I did not have any sense of this idea that going forward in my life, I would probably volunteer just as many hours as I work. Um, 
But you know what? Um, the, the volunteer stuff that I've done, by and large, I've had a few misses here and there, but by and large, it has been fun. It has been meaningful, and it has been a source of great friendships, like you were saying, including you. Um, there is lots in it for me beyond a paycheck. Absolutely. And, you know, it's so fun to look back and say, hmm, how would my life have been different? And I know we probably all watched It's a Wonderful Life. But if we stop and think about how our life has impacted others and because of the volunteer, I can't help but think about a friend of ours, Carol Jackson, 62 years old, Mm -hmm. pastor's wife. And her husband helped our family so much when my father-in-law was in his final stages of being here on earth. And he was counseling and and visiting and then visited my father-in-law's widow for months afterwards just to get her through. And right on uh, New Year's Eve, Carol got caught in a flash flood and was swept away. And the, the funeral home could not hold all of the people. They had to put up a $10,000 tent to have all of the people that wanted to come and pay their respects to this woman who was a pastor's wife and did all of these volunteer things throughout her life. And I look at that and I say, oh my goodness, it's not about the number of paychecks that you receive. It's a ma- it's about the number of people that you touch along the way. Yes, and so you mentioned a funeral home, and that reminds me of my great aunt, Susie, who was um, never able to bear children. She married. She wasn't able to have children. Her husband died early, and she spent most of her life as a widow, Um, She did not have a job or job skills. She married from a a young age. And so she lived on what I assume was just social security um, from her husband and whatnot. So she lived a very modest life but she and lived alone, but she lived a long time. She lived a healthy life. She was involved with her church. She would volunteer with her church. And she took an apartment overlooking a funeral home, which to me is about you know, I'm thinking this is the most depressing view, you know, I would ever want to have out my my window. Um, she loved it. She would pull a chair up to that window and sit and watch the funeral home and pray for all the people that were coming through there because she knew it was a time of sorrow, a time of need. She knew it was a time of um, opportunity for people to take stock of their lives and how they've been living it. So, um, yeah, you know, and that gave her great joy. You know, she was not upset to be in a small apartment alone in her life Um, because she had a purpose there from that window. And, you know, nobody but me and my mom really knew all those people she prayed for. They never knew it, but I'm sure they felt it. I love what former First Lady Barbara Bush said about volunteering. She said, volunteering and community service is a lot like planting peonies. You may not see the results right away. Indeed, you may never see them. But you never know when you will plant a seed that one day it's going to sprout 
and bloom forever. And, and you and I have talked about that before. When, when we volunteer in any capacity that God opens a door, that is planting a seed. And maybe it's, the, it's like the acorn that you will never see that oak tree grow, but someday it's going to provide shade for someone because you did your part right now. So there are a lot of ways that you can get involved. You might say, you know what, I'd love to get involved with Encouragement Cafe, and we can always use volunteers for doing a, 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 a huge assortment of things that need to be done in the ministry. But maybe there's somebody right in your neighborhood that you could reach out to, like you have, Rachel, with this mentoring program. And I think one of the things that's key is finding something you can do short term to see if it's a good fit. And if it is, you sign up again like you did. Well, the thing is, Luann, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I have had, I said earlier, I've had a few misses. I've had a few things I have volunteered to do that I later regretted volunteering to do. It wasn't a good fit for me. It wasn't a good time in my life. I didn't feel like I was making a difference. You know, various reasons. It was just not a good um, fit. And I've also entered into volunteer situations where it was a good fit for a long time, but there came a point in time when it was no longer a good fit. Um, so I think sometimes we avoid volunteering because we're thinking four steps ahead and we're imagining, I'm going to regret this. What if it doesn't go well? Then I have to disappoint somebody by pulling out. So we just don't start because we envision it not ending well. Um, and I just have decided that it's okay. It's okay if I start into something and find, mm, this isn't a good fit. This isn't working well. That's okay. It's okay to pull out and make room for someone else. If I'm not okay with that, then I'll never say yes in the first place. So I've learned that it's okay for me to pull out when it's no longer working. It's okay for me to pull out if I try it and I thought it was gonna be a good fit and it's not. And it's okay if I've been doing it a long time and it's been a really great fit, but for whatever reason it is no more. You just have to give yourself permission that it, that's okay. It, it's better to have served than to not have served. So it's better to serve some and then move on than to not serve at all because you're afraid of the moving on part. You know, that reminds me so much of the things in, in a family situation. Let's just say we would take that same attitude with our children or our grandchildren. And we are like, you know, this is the way I, I'm going to treat them when they're in kindergarten. So I'm going to have to treat them like this for the rest of their lives. And that's not the case because they're going to grow and they're going to move on. And that's the way it is in the volunteer world, too. Everybody is in a volunteer situation for a season. Rarely do you see someone in something forever. So I love the advice you're giving. Don't look at it as if this is what we have to do for the rest of our lives, because that can be overwhelming. And you're right. You start to you start to think, how in the world am I going to fit this in? But when it's right, and when God opens those doors to volunteer, 
you find the time to do those things that he's called you to do. And then when the time is over, you're right. It's okay to move on. Hey, in 2019, I would like to challenge us to look around and to stay others focused because it is so tempting right now to think about our goals, our weight, our finances, whatever it is that we're so focused on, we can forget to look up and see the the world around us. So as our final charge to you today, I wanna say, love God, love others by finding something you can volunteer to do that is brand new. And may the God of hope give you the courage to encourage others. We'll see you back here next week, and I hope you have a great volunteer experience. Thanks for joining us today at Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where women gather, friends laugh, and hearts mend. Let's continue our conversation. Hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time. Hey, next time you're feeling alone or maybe a little bit lonely, maybe you're feeling left out of the crowd, we want you to know you're always welcome in Encouragement Cafe. You can pull up a chair at encouragementcafe.com.